The Flowcast is brought to you by FlotationLocations.com. They are the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. Their website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They house their social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more so you can remain up-to-date in this growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest, most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float center or tank manufacturer and haven't teamed up with them yet, it is time to get found. From educating new floaters to providing premium advertising for flotation tank businesses, FlotationLocations.com aspires to be the industry's hub and are proud to be an integral part of driving this industry forward. The Flowcast is also brought to you by EscapePodTank.com. The Escape Pod Tank easily fits into your home and to your life, and that it provides a perfect sensory deprivation environment. It's easy to maintain, and it looks awesome. I know that uh, a lot of float tanks are, are can seem mighty costly, but this is the world's least expensive professionally manufactured float tank. But don't think it's cheap. It's made from quality materials. It's made from 14-gauge steel, which is powder-coated. The panels are precision manufactured right here in the United States, and it's designed to be easily shipped to you and go around tight corners when it when it's... uh you know, before it's, before it's all put together. The largest panel is 4x4, 48 inches by 48 inches. And, uh, it also comes with a pump system that is pre-assembled and water tested. It is professionally wired, ready to plug in, and the powerful pump uh, circulates the entire solution three times in 15 minutes through a 10 micron filter. Installing and building your escape pod tank is easy, requires only simple hand tools, it also comes with a very detailed instruction, instruction manual, and you can always call or email the guys, and they'll happily help you out putting everything together. Uh, once your order is confirmed, it takes about two to three weeks to get the tank to your location if you're in the lower 48 United 48 states. And uh, you can get it in a, it, all the tanks come in blue, but you can get it in a custom color, but it'll take a little bit longer, about four to six weeks. Uh, if interested in escape pod tanks, check out escapepodtank.com or contact Jeremy at Escape Pod Tank. Uh, all right. Hey, what's up guys? I'm Tom. This is episode number 10 of the Flowcast. Hanging out here with Hardy, who just got done with his third float here at the Flow Place. What's going on, Hardy? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I just uh, got out of my third float. What's interesting is uh, I had my first float uh, about, when was it, six weeks ago? Seven, eight, uh, eight weeks? Seven weeks probably ago? Probably like a month and a half ago. Month, six month to seven ago. weeks ago, I feel. Um, it was one hour long. Then I had my second float maybe like two weeks ago. And this is my third float. So this one I actually did a little different. I decided to go two hours instead of one. Um, now, what I've realized from float one to float two, what I really realized was that it was... Uh, on this, The first one I was expecting a lot. I didn't know what to expect. I think you have to get comfortable in your first float. Like I think everybody should be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Especially the people who think a lot. And like look into this and going into this like thinking something magical or something crazy is going to happen. You know, they need to like find themselves because I feel other people who are more common have meditated before or done something like, you know, been to spas or something more relaxing. They're used to things like this so they understand that, you know, like to relax a lot easier than certain other people that never have done it. Okay. Because my my sister, uh, my girlfriend's uh, boyfriend, my brother who came, he was, you know, much more relaxed than me, he told me. Yeah. Um, but he's just that type of person. He's in tune with himself and nature. Come a lot more than I am. Um, flow two. Big difference was I felt like I was. I got into the relaxed state of feeling one with 
the tank and one with my mind and just being out there within like five minutes. Like you, you went right into it. Right into it. Like I just, because I guess, and I was realizing later that I guess I knew what to expect. I wasn't sitting there thinking. I knew I had to get, you know, like just concentrate on my breathing and my heart. Like I, you know, and this time around, I felt like my body knew what I was about to do. My brain already knew. Like I went in and I felt like right when I dipped in, boom, like right away. Like it's like you dive <laughs> into it. And it was amazing. Like I, and I felt like each time, like, and the strongest point that I felt that I was just like in another, you know, dimension, like where I was just like, well, I'm floating like right away was right away. Like this, the peak of it was in the beginning compared throughout. Okay. Which is weird for me. Like it just felt like my brain was waiting for it. Right. I, I don't know if, you know, like, and then, you know, I'll go in and out, like I'll focus and I'll move around and I'll get some water in my eye and I'll worry about the water dripping and then I'll be like thoughts and then I'll realize I'm like half asleep and then, you know, you're like, whoa, like I'm in the float tent. Like you just... You yeah. lose yourself sometimes um, and you go back and forth like uh, I don't even know how to explain it like you're you get warped back in and you're like well I'm in a float tank and you like move around a little bit then you're like you're back into it you don't even realize it like you, you just went back into like I don't know what to call it subconsciousness in between dream state and like you know like active brain I have no idea yeah um, I don't know what to call it but whatever that feeling is is uh I went in and out of it a lot, you know, and which is strange is, uh, now I wonder because when I came out, I, I came out a few minutes early because I wanted to go to the bathroom and I'm like wondering, somebody had to go for eight hours, like they say, what do they do? Do they plan before they eat? Like, how does that work? Does their body or is their brain just know? Like I, I, I had to go. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted the same thing. I read some people online, like they float for like six or eight hours and it's like, yeah, I guess they must just go in there with the idea that they, they're going to go right to sleep. I mean, I would think that would be the only way to do it. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? I don't think you could stay awake in a tank for six to eight hours just because, like you said, you'd either get hungry or have to go to the bathroom. Like, it's just a yeah, the, back like of your, life. Yeah, like, no matter what, your brain will come back into play and think like that. Like, you'll remember, even if the whole point is to forget your body exists and get rid of your senses, it's still going to come back. Like, you know, that's... It's yeah. your body, bodily, normal bodily functions. Right? Hey, tank is full, tank is full. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, that's that's interesting, six to eight hours. I, you know, I would love to hear one of those people's, like, I would love to see you do it, Tom. Yeah. You know, like, and just to hear a perspective, you know, like, you've done three and a half hours, you said the other day, right? Yeah, yeah, my phone the other day, my longest one was uh, three and a half hours. Before, what was that? Before it was... Uh, before it was, like, two and a half hours, I think. Okay, so you've paced it increased. Yeah, have, yeah. What have you noticed? Um, definitely just an overall calmness that, about me that I didn't have before. I'm definitely much more calm throughout my day, and uh, I'm able to... Uh, swallow things that I that I had to swallow, you know, like stuff at work and that kind of thing that I had to deal with. I'm, a, I'm able to cope with them a lot better. You know, I, I I totally agree with that. I think the best benefit, what is the best benefit that I felt, mm-hmm. is just like what you're saying, <clears throat> coping. Um, I'm able to. I was talking to Ben, um, and I was like, we were just kept talking about it. I was like, I was, I felt there was a point where. You, it's not like your outer body experience, like some people said, like when we watched some of those YouTube videos. and mm-hmm. It was more that you could reflect on yourself and take a step back and look at your life <coughs> or where different um, things happen to you. You could be like, wow, you know, I can make a clearer decision on what I want to do. Like, I feel like it's a good thing to do for people <coughs> who are in the middle of wanting to take, make a big decision in their life. They're not sure. Like, I feel like sometimes before, 
I would have a hard time making a decision. Like I'd sit here and like, well, if I do this, no. But if I sell my business, then I got to move here. But what? Maybe like, and then just, just your brain is all over the place, scatterbrained. A lot of what ifs, just what go. If, and then you just get a little edgy on it. Like you just get stressed yeah, about it. Absolutely. And you just don't want to think about it no more. <clears throat> over here, I feel it cleans the cobwebs in your brain or something. It, it clears channels to make you think a little clearer. Is the, the best word I could describe is clearer. I've been thinking a lot clearer and calmer. So I feel like if I was, like, it's like, okay, throw somebody who's been in a, a float tank into a stressful situation with little kids in a nursery, for example. Then throw me when I didn't, never been to a float tank. And that would be a great experiment because I would see myself, like, being able to handle, like, the chaos. Walking into chaos and being, like, more level-headed. Yeah. And the other hardy would be more, like, going nuts. Like, you'd be like, oh my god, I can't deal with this. Pulling my hair out. Like, ah, you shut up. You be quiet. You know, or the other hardy back, okay, there's four kids in that corner. There's two in this corner. There's one over here. That kid looks like he wet his bed. Let me take care of him first and get him out of the situation. That kid's beating up that kid. Let me separate. You know, like, you'll sit there and just look at it and you'll read it and be like, do, 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 I'll do that, that, that. Right. You know, like a little, you'll be more efficient. And me and you have a similar businesses. You have a Blimpies. Yeah. I have a Subway. So, like, I do feel like I'm more patient with my employees. Um, Which is important. <laughs> yes. And as I told you on my first float, I was ready to break up with my girlfriend. I read somebody's uh, article online. It was like so similar to my first one. And how he too was like, you know, like in the next month if they didn't work out, they were going to be done. And then he floated. And he's like, it's definitely saved his week. He came back and found out the things they were arguing over were so minute. And some of it was, a lot of it was his fault. And he apologized. And they're, you know, when they he went floating again. But their relationship has been great for four months yeah uh i found when my that same day i called my girlfriend right after i left like i told you it was late when you left too i think it was like midnight it was a little no it was midnight. like 11 11 30 okay. i called her and we were supposed to go out that night originally but then i got so mad at her um and then i came here and then when i left i was like you know i called her i'm like listen i want to see you um i don't know what but i think it was that was just totally not right i'm sorry and she was like in shock like what <laughs> Who was this? Mad. It was Army? Over, over, yeah, it was very like, she was like a very, she noticed I was relaxed and she's like, you're not mad? Because she knows my temper at her. Right. And I was like, wow, no. I was like, that's really very minute, like in life. Like, this is such a little thing. And that's what I found with this. I'm finding that I'm able to take that step back and look at things and be like, wow, like there's a bigger picture out there. Like, what are we, why am I getting mad over? Why am I getting, what am I getting frustrated over? There's no point. Right. Why are we getting stressed? There's... A lot of stress, there's, it's doesn't need to be had. You know? A little bit different perspective on things. And, and you have to. Yeah. yeah the, the, the reset in there, like, you know, you, everybody's heard people say it before, like, float tech is humbling. Like, it is humbling. Like, you're in there with your thoughts, and that's it. Like, that's, there's no, there's no body, there's no, there's no. just your thoughts, your brain, and, and that's it. And it's funny how your thoughts go in there. The way they race one direction, the other direction. And then they jump around, and then you go to dreamland. I feel like you just disappear into <laughs> dream world, and you're like, whoa, you jerk, and all of a sudden you're awake, and then you're thinking Pop about this, it. then you're like, let me, like, I, there's a point where I started, like, like, I just felt like I was in a big pool for a second, you know, like, you start turning, you feel like the water's, you're moving a lot more than you really are, but you're not even moving. Yeah. That water just, like, you're, like, floating, like, and the perfect thing is, like, when people, like, what do you mean float? It's like that feeling right there, you're like, I'm floating, like, that's how I guarantee it feels in outer space. Yeah, I mean that if you let yourself get immersed into that tank enough, the tank disappears. It's just you floating, like it's in darkness. Yes. 
It's um, space. And in the beginning, like I said, when I told you, um, it really got to me like right away. I was looking at up top. I, you know, like the. I mean, the one thing Ben said, and I realized too, is like, you can't tell the difference when you open your eyes or close your eyes, which is total darkness. Yeah. You know, like that's like interesting to see. Like you'll see like weird things. If you close your eyes, yeah, yeah, and you open like them. Weird shapes and like colors yeah, like and that it's kind like auras, like you know, and I think energy or whatever it is. But it's like you open it, like you can see it when you close your eyes when you go to sleep. Yeah. But it's like when you're opening it. But it was exactly what I would see was the same. Like you don't need eyelids. Like it was just like wow, I could see, and that was cool because it's like okay, now it's really doing its job of no sight. Yeah, because you could close your eyes, you could open your eyes, and it's the same exact thing. Doesn't matter. Your brain pretty much can shut off that sense because yeah, there's nothing exactly. coming in. I mean, it's going to be interesting because me and you both said, like, we can't really tell besides being relaxed right after. But then it's the next day and the day after that we're like... And I really feel that it's become a part of my life where I'm going to want to do this every couple of weeks. I mean, I feel like I have to. Yeah. yeah. It just, it's getting me clearer and clearer and I just don't know if it's like, a, it's like rebooting, but it's still not fully rebooted, I feel like. I feel like I still need to do it a couple more times. Yeah. It's definitely it. it's definitely cumulative. The more you do it, the more that's what I feel like. And then eventually, it's going to maintain. Yeah, you know. Um, but it is you know what's great about floating. It's opened my eyes up to maybe other things too, like in meditation, spiritual health, exercise, whatever you want to call it, mind, mind and body. Like it's made me think that that's. I mean, I guess that's a benefit. You know, sit there and be like, hey, you know, we're in this vessel. So we got to make it work as efficient as possible. Right. We're gonna want to. We're gonna live. We're gonna. It's like our car. This is our body. This is our vehicle to live. Right. We have the engine here and the computer here. So it's like we got to work with both of them and make sure they're at the best potential there is. And I and I really believe this kind of kind of gets you in tune with that. You know, really got. That's. I think this is one of those things that people find out a lot about themselves. Yeah, absolutely. You, I mean, you spend an hour or two hours with yourself. I, I could I can't I'm not a guy who takes walks you know there's people that are I'm that guy who has to have lunch with somebody I need to be around people I like to be around and I'm like I don't care for time by myself right I'm, I'm a people person but this that's why I was like oh this is gonna be weird like you know but I it's like wow I needed this I needed to like sit there and really see myself and understand myself you know and I'm really you know this time I came in with like I want to use this like what am I gonna use it for. Like this float. What is this float going to be for? Came in with this float that I'm going to do it longer, but I really want. There's a lot of things that I feel like I mentally block in my life. Um, you know, mental blocks. Like I'm not. I don't go to the gym. I'm not waking up. Like little things that become mental blocks that become hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I've read somewhere it's because your subconscious got so used to it that it just stops you from doing it. So I was like, all right, today I'm going to go in the float tank and I'm going to be like, really like open up those blocks. Let me go past them and like conquer these things that I can't, I seem not to be, that I can't do. Like I can't get myself to eating healthy every day and like focusing on it and going to the gym and sticking to it. So I was like, you know what? That's what I want in this float. I really want to clear those pathways that are blocked or like whatever neuro- neurological responses. I forgot what they call the pathways and I feel like they're blocked and I'm like, let me just... Use this float to like kind of channel that energy and like be like, no, this is what I want to do. So by the time my next float, I can hopefully tell you, you know, hey, and I'm probably going to wait till after New Year's, but maybe right in the beginning because I've told myself, you know, after the second float, I was thinking about it I'm like this, you know, I've been watching a lot of documentaries and stuff and I was thinking, New Year's, I want to cut out a few things in my life. When I cannot eat it, I want to become vegetarian just for a month. 
because I don't know if I could do it that long, but uh, for a month, I want to test myself after New Year's. I want to cut out TV, television, and I want to cut out drinking and, like, you know, extensive, like, you know, drinking. So, because I go partying a lot. So I want to see if I could cut out these three things, and I want to see what type of person I become at the end of the month, how I feel about myself, you know? So either I'm going to do a float at the end of the month. It's a big change. Yeah, I want to see if I'm capable of doing it, because then I feel that if I did that, It'll be two, three months since I first floated. And, it'll be like, and I could actually say it was floating that really, you know, made this happen. You know, Good. this is a change I've always wanted or, you know, some certain changes I wanted to test or even try for a month. doesn't mean I won't watch TV for the rest of my life, but at least I was like, wow, I did it for a month. Never was even close to doing it for two days. Right. Never right. tried, but at least now I had the initiative. So, that, you know, floating did make me do something that I didn't think I could do. Gave you that spark and got it going. Exactly. And I might be able to use that to channel other things in my life down the road. And maybe somebody listening to me right now will be able to do the same. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I do this. And hopefully they'll reach out. I mean, I watched that documentary we were talking about, and that one guy lost all this weight. Like, he was, like, he was depressed. He was, like, this about life. And he was, like, fat and, like, overweight. And he was just, like, dude, as soon as he floated his first time, he just, he started losing weight, focused on exercising, nutrition, and he changed. And I was like, wow, that's great. Yeah. It's crazy how you floating in a, a pitch black tank makes you take a look at yourself. Like it doesn't. It's, it's weird how that works out, but hey, if that's what it takes. Yeah, I mean, what did, how, what did your wife say about you? As far as what uh, have you changed since you started floating? Yeah, she said the same thing she, that my employees did, which is that I'm much more calm and I'm, I'm, I'm I have much more patience and pretty much like you just said that I'm much more level. And, uh, you know, I don't have nearly the ups and downs that I used to. Not not to say I was all over the place before, but I'm definitely much more level now. And you think it's because it's just more of how you react to things, too. You're like, oh, yes, man, business is slow. Like, then you're like, really, like when you're sitting there, like, okay, business is slow. What am I going to stress over? Like, is that going to help the situation? Yeah. No. Let me be clear-headed and think, how I could save money right now? What could I do to change it? Yeah. And, and, and you know what? That's a great feeling because, honestly, do we need to stress over half no, the things? It doesn't do anything. Half the things we do in life, it happened, it happened. Yeah. The, uh, I tell you what, the biggest thing, the biggest difference I've noticed is how I react in traffic. Like, if uh, the guy in front of me doesn't go fast enough after the light, or, you know, if I missed the light because the guy in front of me was going slow, like, I'm just like, eh, all right, here I am. Oh, you used to, you're one of those guys that used to get, like, it bothered you. I would, if, I would at least be like, oh, what the f- you know, like in, like slam on my wheel or something like that. Or like, oh, you I, would. I would so have you, had, like, up, you wouldn't like, have like super road rage, but you were halfway there. Yes, I would have like self road rage. Like right. I wouldn't yell at the guy next to me, but I would be like, you know, I'm... yeah. But you know what? But you now know? I'm just like, eh, all right, here I am, and I made the light. Whatever. It's like you're just like whatever. I would have saved two seconds. But what's great about that? What you're saying is, some things spark a bad mood in you, and then you feel like the negative energy. Sticks with you to the next thing, and if somebody ticks you off, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Right now, you, you just, yeah, I, I mean, I see that all the time. I see that with people. Mm-hmm. I see that with myself sometimes. You're having a bad people with that whole. I'm having a bad day. You know what? I feel like I haven't really had one of those bad days since I started flowing because now I'm able to look at it and be like, eh, I can stop it now. You know, one bad thing happened, negative thing happened. Why? Like, you know, I don't have to let that get to ruin my whole day. You have, you know. 24 hours in a day, why let it ruin your whole day? And I really believe you could switch it. I believe you could switch what kind of energy you have. And I always thought that. You know, I'm Absolutely. a very positive person. And, I, and I've seen, I've changed people's mood at Subway. Right, oh, 
I'll be, you know, I'll sit at the computer. I have my three, two, three employees making sandwiches. I could tell when a customer's not happy. I could see their body language. A guy's like not making, you know, but I'll sit there. Like gets up to me. I'll have that guy smiling before he leaves my store. He'll totally forget. It's so easy to distract somebody. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's good. It's like, you know, it's a talent. I could make somebody happy. I'm very good at making people happy. I'm an entertainer. I could talk. I could make somebody laugh. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, you know, somebody passed away. They call me up and I'll just change the whole subject. I'm, I'm, that's one of my talents. And I know that making people happy. But, uh, you know, it, it's something that people need to learn after floating. Like I realized there's no point in ruining your whole day and let that snowball effect affect you. There's no reason. Yeah, absolutely. But a lot of times, you know, not anymore, but I used to like, you know, I get pissed off about something. And hours later, I would forget why I was pissed off, but just remember that I was pissed off. Okay. Like it's like it's, I don't even, I don't even remember what made me so mad. But damn, you I'm come so home, pissed off. Your, your you know? baby like, runs and it's like, "What'd you do that for?" And you're just like, and then you realize it's like, "Why am I getting pissed off?" Yeah, the kid's one years old. He's gonna do crazy things. Like, yeah. what is it, it's what he's supposed to do. Uh, and then your wife's saying you're just like, "Well," and everybody's like, "Stay away from his path." And the tech, like people are like, "Don't go near the top." But why, we yeah. shouldn't need to be like that. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. doesn't need to be like that. Yeah, no, and and you know what? And and I'm realizing, like, I see people, they just, like, there was a guy who came to my subway today. I guess he, he had a, well, you know, he had a hearing aid. So my employee was new, and he was like, and the guy was like, and we make making pastrami sandwich. comes with Swiss pickles and mustard. That's just what you recommend with it. Yeah. And the guy's like, and we're like, he's like, what what kind of cheese would you like? We want Swiss cheese? And he the guy's like, what? He's like, mustard. And he got mad and he was just getting angry. And he's like, I can't. And I'm like, uh, sir, would you like, what kind of cheese would you like? I didn't, we didn't realize. He goes, I can't hear you. I have a hearing aid. And he's just screaming at like pissed. Yeah. Like, I guess like, you know, annoyed with life because he had that thing. And I sit there and I'm like, wow, this, you know, like I've been looking at people. I'm like, this girl needs to float. My girlfriend needs to float. This person. <laughs> and I don't know if, you know, if it's going to help, it's going to help each person. But I feel. I think it'll help them if they let it. I, I think if you go into it. And you believe it, like, you know, believe it could do you positive. But I think that's anything in life, though. Yeah, you, absolutely. You know, like, that's the people demeanor. Like, my girlfriend, she went to her back massage yesterday and her stepfather that was going to think about coming here for his back. And she was not too happy with that. Not, like, you know, the masseuse this time around. Usually she's, you know, she's like this talks raves about this masseuse. And she's like, yeah, my back doesn't. And I was just like sitting here. I'm like, honestly, I do f- have, like, you know, lower back sometimes bothers me. You know, maybe because I don't exercise much. But. Coming that first time I came, my lower back was bothering me. It didn't bother me ever since my first float. And yeah. I've done it float twice since. So it's like I did regular intervals. And I really do believe that if she comes in here, it's she's going to, her body, like I was trying to explain to her, your body controls, your, your mind controls your body. And you could self-heal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, like if you give your body a chance, it will self-heal. It's It was meant to be. It's just... Somehow, like we have to find a way to make you know make it work. Like, we, like meditation, I think, is the key, and things like this. Mm-hmm. But I think it self heals. The brain is an amazing tool. We just have to give it the right, right. That whole data phase, that that data wave thing is that that wilds me out because me and Ben were talking about. It. We're like, whoa! I'm like, if that's the case, and I really find that I feel like my learning curve of different things. If there was a way I could test it on myself and I could prove it. You know, this this thing could just become like, you know, you're exercising your brain. That's what right. I look at. It. Like, I have to, if it's a part of life, then it's like, no, I want to, why wouldn't you want to be in the theta phase, as they say, between the age? Why wouldn't you want to have absorbing life? information? Especially with our day and age, with the amount of information that comes our way. Always. Right? 
you know, the internet's a super information highway. Like, I feel like everything is a super information highway. Yeah, there's no escape from it. You can't, you can't do anything and not have the And internet. I feel like you got to sit there and all this information, like, we're, every second information is coming to our brain. If it's like, what's the temperature, if it's cold, weather, we're looking at the internet, I'm looking at that, that, that. And what they say is, our brain sees everything, but we only pay attention to very little. That if they could ever trigger 100% of our brain like that. You ever seen that movie, Limitless? No. You have to go see that movie. Yes. Limitless. It's that guy uh, from Hangover, the the blonde guy. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Forget so he's in it. What happens is he's like a writer. He's like you know scrub in the city. Like you know he, he's like not mate. He's like, hasn't really written a book. He has a mental block. And his girlfriend just breaks up with him. She's like you're not going anywhere. In life. He's like 30 years old. You know like not doing anything. He has his apartment mess, dirty. You know sloppy guy. And he runs into this guy that used to be his old ex's brother. And they're like, he's like, and he's seeing, like, what are you doing? Like, oh, you know what? Come sit, let's have a drink. They sit at the bar. And he goes, comes up and he goes, listen, I, I know what's going to change your whole life. Gives him this little pill, but it's like a clear pill. And he goes, just take this and trust me. Just trust me. He takes it. What Limitless was is this drug, what it does, it opens up, you use like the average person uses what, 6, 7% of the brain? This thing makes you use your whole brain. So all of a sudden, in this movie, you're going to love it. It opens up his whole brain so he could... And then he realizes, and he goes, "You, every little thing we've seen our whole life is stored in this brain somewhere. It just now he's able to access it. So when he has a conversation... The NSA files. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, it's basically like that. All the information. And watch the movie. You're going to be you're gonna be amazed. You're going to like it. It's very entertaining. I love that movie. It's just that thought, like, hey... If we could use, we're only using 6% of our brain, so what happens when we use 100? Check that out. You know, and it, it was just cool, like, the concept and, like, where he went. Like, he was, like, brilliant that he started making money that he thought. Then this other guy found out, and it was just, it was just crazy. It hmm. just, the storyline is amazing. Very entertaining. Well, check it out. Yeah, Limitless. You know, we're going to have to make a movie about the flow place. <laughs> hey, I hope so, man. It'd be awesome. It was in the movies. I was reading some of the stuff that uh, they've had the float tank in the movies. Yeah, yeah, older movies, but one of them was like an older horror movie, which is probably not the best. Uh, Descri- yeah, like the best, like, uh, you know, when people go, oh, yeah. that's what you do? It's like, uh, kind of, but no. I mean, when you tell people about it, do you like tell people like randomly, and what kind of reactions have you get that never heard of it? Um, or have you been get a reaction where people are like, oh, I've heard of something like that? I pretty much will tell anybody that will listen. Um, I've had all sorts of reactions. I had, and this is actually, this is actually one thing I want to talk about. Check this out. Um, there's a, a, a specialty coffee and tea place that's right by my store that I went into to try and get some nice tea for down here because I wanted to have some nice specialty tea you couldn't get anywhere, that kind of thing, you know? And uh, I walk in there, and it's a very small place, very small shop, but I walk in, and there's all, like, coffee bags and grinds and that kind of stuff on one wall. On the other wall is all, like, tea bags. But I didn't notice it first. So I walked in and I'm like looking behind the counter and the woman is like, oh, can I help you? I said, oh, I'm just browsing instead of looking for some good tea. And she points me. She says, oh, the teas are over there. So I'm looking at at the wall, just looking at tea. And uh, all of a sudden from behind the counter, a big male voice goes, what kind of tea are you looking for? I was like, uh, uh, I'm not really sure. I said, I'm just looking for something kind of specialty, you know, something you really can't get off. You know, something you really can't find too too commonly. So he gets up, he comes from around the desk, and he's like standing next to me. He's like, well, what do you normally drink? And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just looking for like a specialty tea. And like I said, I said, I actually had a pamphlet in my pocket, a brochure. In case he asked me about it, I was going to give him one. 
So when he asked me what kind of tea I was looking for, I told him I was opening my own business and I uh, wanted a nice special tea to give to the clients. He's like, oh, what kind of business? He said, oh, it's like a meditation center, a float center. He goes, floating? So I handed him a brochure. He looks at the brochure. He looks at it, opens it, looks at the back, and he like, he goes, rolls his eyes, and he hands it. He goes, hey, Mary, look at this. People come and float. And he like hands it to his wife like behind the counter and like totally just made a mockery of it like before I even like got into it. And I just looked at him and said, thank you very much, sir. Have a good day. And I just turned around and walked walked out. <laughs> and it's like, number one, it pissed me off because it's like, it's stupid. It business, the businessman, it's stupid. That's, that's like, a, my first reaction, right? So he just lost a customer because... He's an idiot. Like, yeah, like you know? he was just like, something's not happy in life. Like, like why Why wouldn't... I, I feed off different things. Like, when I'm at my subway, I love when a customer wants to talk to me. And I'm like... I want to know what every single person does because it's not something I do. Yeah. I feel like you always want to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And that you know, and I can't be judgmental. I have my opinions on stuff, but you know, he didn't even have an opinion. It's just, oh, that's something. What is that? Like, that's my first reaction to something I don't know. It's not, yeah. huh. you know, like. Yeah. Meanwhile, that was the same. The next night was the night that um, the camera crew and the producers were here from AMC filming the show. I told you about that, right? No. Oh. Um, yeah, I think I talked about this last time on the podcast. Um, one of my clients is a contestant on a reality show called King of Arms, which is a professional arm wrestling show. It's going to air in February on AMC. Okay. And uh, he came here a couple times and floated, and he came back here last time with the camera crew from AMC, and they filmed him coming here and going into the float tank and talking about it and everything, and it's filmed me like talking to him about floating and the benefits and everything. And it's going to be on the air in February. It was his first float? No, it was his... Third float, I think. Here, or he's floated before somewhere else? And then no, just, here. Just here. Oh. So he just started floating. Oh. Yeah. But um, the next night, you know, so I, I went and saw this guy, and he did that stupid thing with the tea, and then the next night I had a camera crew that was filming everything. So this asshole, sorry guys, this asshole shot himself in the foot because all his products would have been on TV. Ah. But you know what? Now he was, he's an idiot, and now he lost a sale, and he lost however many other sales because... You know, See, he was stupid and I guess what the whole thing is, he was being negative. There's no reason. There's nothing to gain by being negative. No, absolutely what, not. You're going to hurt somebody's feelings or you're not going to get the knowledge or you're just like being stubborn. Like, I guess anything negative. I'm learning that more and more. I've been a very positive person my whole life. And maybe I haven't made my millions or whatever I, I wanted to do. Or my, but I've lived, so far I've been a happy life. You know, less stress-free until the last two years. I've realized I'm getting more stressed as stressed as I get older. Maybe it's not because I start realizing sitting back and like, wait, I wanted to be here at this point. Right. You know, but I'm like, then I look back, I'm like, I've had a great life, happiness, you know, family, whatever. And now, now, now doing this flow tech has actually made me reflect a little bit back and make me realize like, so what are you so upset about? <laughs> you know, like, what are you, what are you crying about now? Like, and I'm like, yeah, there's no reason to be sad or upset. You know, like originally 10 years ago, like I, I find myself as I floated going back to my roots of, Wanting to help people. I've always wanted to do that. You know, like I just felt like I had to be a millionaire doing it. And I just realized like today, this is a great example I wanted to tell you about. I wanted, I, this girl um, from California, it was her birthday around this week. I haven't seen her. She's from Philly. She moved to New York. We used to hang out. You know, we used to chill. We used to be really close. And then she moved to California. She had a, she moved to California um, knowing that her dad was a drinker and a smoker. And... She knew he couldn't live without her. 
but she, you know, that's the only person she had left in her family, you know, it was her dad, but she had to move and do it for herself, get the job, you know, take this opportunity, but her dad was like, no, stay, and she just felt guilty, but she was like, no, I gotta go, I gotta move on with my life, I gotta focus on me, you're not quitting, whatever, right. so I spoke to her today, and it turned out, he passed away six months ago, and then she was like, I've been a wreck, and I just go, give me a call, Oof. you know, she texted me on the couch birthday, and she was just like, I've just been... I've been all right. And I'm like, what, that sounds weird. You know, I haven't talked to you in years, but I know all right that doesn't sound right. You know, so she'll call me. Calls me and she told me, she was, well, my dad passed away. I was like, oh, wow, because I remember her telling me about this. She's been a wreck. She's been confused for the last six months. She doesn't know where she's going. She has to go to India to burn him and put his ashes in the river. And she's like, now nah, i got to do this. She's like, my life is, like, she's just like, I don't know. Like, she's, like, she's been going to a psychologist, psychi- psychiatrist, and a psychologist. We prescribed her stuff. And, dude, I almost teared when she was telling me. Like, I just felt so bad for her, right? And I was, I told her about the float tank. I told her where I was coming later. And she was, you know, now she's looking into it. She's going to India in two days. She's going to call me tomorrow because I told her I was floating. And I said, you might want to try something like this instead of going to these psychiatrists and psychologists. I'm like, you sound like exactly like me, but like much more extreme. Like, she doesn't know what she wants to do in life. She was just saying things like that really bothered me. Like, oh, I just wish I was kind of with him. I don't know what to do. Like... I feel like not, like, not like suicidal, but she just feels like there's no place for her no more because she has no family. Right. And I was like, listen, your dad. I like lost. And I was trying to explain her a little energy. I'm like, you know, everybody's around and he wouldn't want you there. But I think, I think somebody like her, if she gets afloat once or twice, when she gets back from India, it might, because she doesn't, she's too cluttered in her brain. Like it's cloudy up there. She What's needs noise some, going on? She need, there's too much stuff going on in her brain and she does, you know, she's probably like go to work and like, what do I do next? And then she starts thinking about that. And I feel floating makes you get a clear head and like moves the clouds and you can walk through them. Like you find a path, whatever that path is for her. But right. she might see, might see something. And I really believe the, like I want, I want to be able to come on this podcast and tell you in a month that, Hey, she did it and she's doing better, but I don't know, you know, but it'd be, I really hope she does. And I'm going to convince her to try it. If I have to pay for it, whatever. Yeah. And she could, she'll listen to me. Cause she's probably like, wow, you're, you know, like, why would I tell her something like that? And I really think it's more therapeutic than these uh, taking drugs from a psychiatrist. Absolutely. You know, it's better for you. Sometimes some people, yeah, it helps to, like, talk about stuff. It always does. But sometimes there's somebody there analyzing you, believing on what you were taught. Like, I, I'm a psych major. So, yeah, you can learn some stuff from it. But, you know, like, I, I feel like finding yourself instead of listening to somebody else's self what is the word? Self anecdoting? No, self something. Self helping yourself. I don't know what the real term, like the term I'm thinking of, but right. it is a lot better than any other thing. Like if you could mentally and physically make yourself better on your own, I think it's the it's the best course of action. Sorry, doctors. Sorry for everybody that helps, but I think that's the best course. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like um, people don't realize that uh, one thing I did learn, I you know, in a this uh, therapy class that I had to sit in on was it was a group therapy and I was sitting in on it and one of the things the lady said that was like leading and I was just watching from the side and she was just saying to the group and it was like you guys don't know how you have you have a great she's like if you have your mental health and your physical health those are the two things you have who cares what's going on in the world finances um, this is going on with your family that I don't have a new car like whatever the case is that if you have your mental health and your physical health you know, it's that's the only thing you need in life. Because think about it. If you don't have that, then you're really screwed. True. You're, you're screwed. What are you going to do? You have your mind, but then you're, you know, 
you're having your body's like all shriveled and crippled or you can't do nothing that really stinks you know or the vice versa if your brain is not functioning properly and you have your body like you, it's just you're just not gonna live a normal life but so the people out there that are whining go float realize that you have good health <laughs> and, and good mental health and physical health with everything going on in the world and go up from there and just be positive there it is for the positivity <laughs> positivity that's my calling Hardy man thanks for coming on the podcast definitely great time floating today thank you alright y'all thanks for uh, checking out the flowcast and uh, we'll see you soon take care friends